It's the Paul's Picks Podcast. I'm David Schoenberg along with Andrew Elliott. Hello, Paul. Hello, guys. Uh, Paul, what's on your mind? Christmas. Is that on your mind year-round? Pretty much, yeah. 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 You seem like a guy who constantly thinks about Christmas, Paul. Yeah, I've got a or watch. I actually have a watch that counts it down, like, right from the beginning. <laughs> Everybody hates me. They really, I, I never get invited to parties. It's it's just, it's real pain. You know what? Ass, Forget so. Elf That's on the shelf. That's such a lie. You're invited to every single party. <laughs> Let's get Paul on the shelf. That's uh, Paul on a shelf. Paul on a shelf. Creepily <laughs> staring at you. <laughs> You're like, opening the wrong wine. <laughs> I'd be, like, I'd be like Chucky, except I'd be holding a glass of wine. There you go. You're going to stab with a butcher knife. You get glassed halfway through your evening. Uh, okay, Christmas is coming, so we're thinking about um, a time to treat, a time for a little bit more money than what we would normally spend, because uh, a lot of the times we're trying to find the, the bottles that aren't expensive. Yep. Uh, maybe there's a time to spend the money. So let's go out on a limb here. Oh, let's go on a right. limb here okay. and, and bring the bows? conversation into a whole other sort of. Oh, I never thought about that. So oh, a lot Paul. of people are that go out buying presents mm-hmm. this type of year might not be booze drinkers or wine drinkers. Sure, okay, they're just buying for yeah. other drinkers, yeah. So what, oh, what, what, the label-buying yeah, people. Yeah, so the label-buying people, uh, the companies know this full well, and <laughs> yes, they're they going do. out to make the, the packages look as attractive right. as they possibly can. So here's where you're going to get all kinds of uh, beautiful, larger format bottles uh-huh. okay. in wooden cases. Yeah. And I mean, just that, just that presentation, even if the person doesn't know how much the bottle is, they're going to think, oh, wow. Well, not just that. You put it in a wooden box. My God, it's easier to wrap. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. The edges are all there. The edges are all there. there. Three seconds later. The practicality is there. Yes. Absolutely. hundred percent. And you've got... uh, Packages with red and white wine, both. Yes. So, you know, you, if you go somewhere, you're not quite sure, are the people red wine drinkers, are the white wine drinkers, yeah. you know, whatever. Perfect. Um, you see, uh, this is, <laughs> I, I, I've been in the business a long time, and the one thing that people, I don't know, they go bananas over mm-hmm. is if you have like a bottle of Crown Royal or or CC oh, yes. or something like that with two glasses. Yep. Yes, that, that little say, gift pack. I know. And a, and a little velvety bag. That, oh, that the, the velvety bag. <laughs> you get, you you get beaten in the cast you, in the line if you've got the last if, one. Yeah. If you don't have, and people ask for the velvety bag all yeah. year long. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you this. I, like, there's a scenario. My daughter hasn't gotten to this point yet, but I, I'm where she wants a velvety bag. Well, no, where she wants Whoa. to purchase. Where, no, we're just going to slide past that, Paul. Where she wants to buy dad something that he drinks uh-huh. and slightly more special, right? right? So I expect to be collecting uh, rocks glasses from the time she's like ten until the time I die. So, well, look at from the beginning of the beginning of the baseball season. Yeah, Crown Royal has had that commercial. Of yeah, we're rich guy or, or dude bro. Dude bro goes, goes to visit dude dad. Dad and he's yeah. got the and there's and you know they got that music going, you yeah. know that cool kind of western jazzy thing going on yeah, and whatever. Yeah. So they they start you off 
in like in baseball season in, in baseball season in the spring yes <laughs> remind you this is the thing you bring when you yeah. go to a present okay so we've got a couple things we're trying um, yeah. but we also have a prosecco or a bubbly that we're we're drinking which i guess is what you drink while you're thinking about your christmas shopping i th- well i think you know, and I'm out of it, so can you pass it? Over? Yeah, not only just when you're thinking about your Christmas shopping, but let's face it, um, you should have bubbly on hand throughout the holidays, irregardless. Yes. yes. And you know the the, the problem is, again, mm-hmm. people not knowing, they think automatically as soon as you hear the word champagne, right? People think, oh, well, I'm not going to have. bottles that I'm handing out to people left, right, and center. You don't have to. No. You don't have to at all. We're trying one right now, and um, it's a Prosecco. Right. A beautiful, beautiful Prosecco we've had before called a Fiol. Right. And this one hovers. Now, they usually put it on sale, but it hovers between about $11 and $13 a bottle. When I tried this, okay, first of all, on the nose, you'd think it's going to be sweet, mm-hmm. okay? Like, I mean really sweet, because mm-hmm. I, I got a lot of sort of, again, tropical kind of fruit. Uh, I got a little bit of spice on it, for right. me anyway. Uh, baked apple pie, almost like it was oaked or something. And then on the palate, became citrusy, lightly fizzy. And smooth and went down just great. Mm. And it's like, I have no problem serving this to any of my friends and even my winophile friends Mm. would totally appreciate this bottle. There is an element of like shaved coconut on the nose. Yeah. It's really weird. It's like um, kind of got a Malibu rum vibe like on the nose. If you really dig, you know, get your face in there and it really has those tropical notes that you were talking about, Paul, and a lot of it to me, it really like, so this... I'm curious because we don't have it, but one of the things you end up getting a lot of Christmas too is people will, uh, you know, get uh, macaroons out. Mm. Oh you know? yeah, oh god, yeah. And so oh, that god, could be yeah. a pretty interesting pairing. This, <laughs> yeah. this, and some macaroons. You know, some little uh, little macaroon action, or uh, you know, chocolate coconut too as well. It smells yeah. like Cancun. It does. It really smells like Cancun or Cuba. It smells like gun violence. <laughs> no, uh, and Let's cut ha- that out. And no, it's the internet. Uh, and and we're having it with this um, meatball sub, which makes it all even weirder. Oh, you can't do that. That doesn't work. It says so in the book I just wrote. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? It does work, right. and it works extremely well. It brought out, I'm not saying that the meatball sub really added a ton to the sparkler, yeah. but I am saying that the sparkler added a ton to the meatball sub. It accentuated whatever mysterious Kentucky Fried Chicken spices yeah. that are they used here. Yeah. It, it just exploded, and it was a fantastic pairing. Okay, time for some gift packs. Uh, yep. What's a suggestion for somebody who doesn't know if they like red or white? So a box that's got both. You're not quite sure. Uh, a sort of uh, neutral, medium-bodied style wine, both yep. red and white. Yep. Uh, the Tomasi, Grezio, and Lugana. So Grezio is the red, Lugana is the white. Right. Um, they're fantastic. Wines the white I find fantastic with uh, seafood dishes. Ah. All right. Uh, the red, 
pretty much everything. If you're deciding to go the sort of roast beef or prime rib route for Christmas or that type of thing, this bottle is fantastic, and it's fantastic, both of them, with um, uh, cheese platters. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, the, yeah, this is a box. It's 40 bucks, and, and both of them. Yeah, is it? That's a yeah, good price yeah, for yeah, these yeah, two? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I would love to have the Lugana. Maybe you've woken up a little bit later on the weekend, and you decided to do your own <laughs> brunch. you got a little bit of lox floating around in the fridge. You've got some bagels, a little cream cheese action. This white wine would go perfectly. Yeah, what do you get on the white? I get a lot of, it's the mouthfeel that really rolls in, and because it feels in your mouth like a Chardonnay. Mm -hmm. It It really does. It really coats the mouth, but it's got, again, you know, we've been talking about tropical fruit flavors. That's floating around there. There's cantaloupe in here. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of interesting things happening, but it tastes like, it's a brunch wine for me, like... (laughs) Hey, they're brunch wines, and they yeah, don't have to yeah. be, and they don't have to be sparkling. And yeah. you know, this is one of those ones where all of those things that I was talking about—you know, poached eggs, little hollandaise sauce—this would cut through hollandaise like nobody's business, and really accentuate it. Well, you called clementine on this earlier, and yeah. and I, I still think, yeah, this is this is clementine. Like, there's, it's not quite an orange. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm but. getting honeydew melon. Yeah. The uh, more I keep going back into it, yeah. and you know what? You're right. In a brunch situation, especially. You know, who knows, uh, you know, at the holiday season, brunch could consist of... Right. <laughs> it could be a five-hour meal. You never know. You yeah, never no, know. absolutely. This would, would would float and hold its own through all that. Okay, so uh, a great idea. To, a red and a white together in a box for 40 yeah. bucks. Uh, everybody will love it. Now, we have another box here, $100. There's two bottles in it. And uh, it's the same bottle twice. And the interesting thing is this bottle alone is hard to find. But you can buy two of them in a box. Yeah, and you know what? I'll tell you one thing right now. Um, $50 a bottle for me. So the box is $100. The box is $100. So each bottle is $50. Um, is a hard sell. Ah. It's, I, I'm sold. Ah! I, a hard sell. I, yeah. Absolutely yeah. sold. Uh, because we've all found bottles that are $15 that are just as good as a $50. Oh, yeah. Well, we look for them. Yes. That's you the know, whole point of this segment. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's what we do. Um, uh, Donna Fugata is one of the premier producers in the southern part of Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, without going into all the f- details about it, uh, it it's just... Such the red that we we're trying right now is a mixture of herb spice, blackberry, red berry. I'm getting even a forest sort of pine something going on in there, and it's so well balanced and it's just so luscious. Wow, fifty bucks. Yeah, no problem. Because they call this their volcano red. Yeah. So it's grown in the soils around Mount Edna yeah. near Sicily. Yeah. And that makes a difference. Absolutely. Any whatever soil that the grapes are planted on are going to yeah. have the most massive impact on right. what the wine itself is going to end up tasting like. And this you're you're not going to get in the majority. Of the world. Right. Right? I mean, there's not a lot of places where they actually grow grapes on volcanic soil. So this is a treat. It's different. And it's something that's, uh, to be quite honest, very exclusive. Sure. Now, uh, what do you get on the nose? What do you get on the palate? And then, again, our meatball sub is still here. And so what happens with the food? 
it gets eaten very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I found, uh, again, I, I got a lot of herbs on this wine. Uh, I got a lot of uh, violet. So I got a lot of violet and I got a lot of uh, crushed berry. It, it, was, it was just so, there's so much. And every time I went back to it. Yeah. Okay, I gotta need, I'm gonna need another piece of paper here. Some more things what I found that just paper. came out of it. Jeez, oh, Louise, um, it's just so it, it's just a, a perfectly structured wine. I don't know what else I can say. Get it, give it to somebody. You'll make friends forever. There's so much happening with this wine, and interesting enough, when we had the meatball sub, the first thing that actually came out when which changed in the wines um, taste flavor profile for me, chocolate. Ooh. I got chocolate out of it and uh, while well, I ate the meatball stuff. But there's so much happening. Everything that Paul said, it's like, it depends how you define a taste, right? But because this is structured, I mean, this is a, it's a parfait of flavors, just mm-hmm. layered. Like everything is happening. Uh, it's easy drinking, beautiful ruby color. I was really shocked when we poured it out of the bottle uh, for 2017, just how uh, light the wine was, and um, yeah, I mean, I can't say enough. I, I really don't like to spend fifty bucks on a bottle of wine. Like to me, that's just like <laughs> yeah, all no, right, no, you know. No. But this, not only would I spend fifty, I'd get the hundred. I buy the double pack, and it's the only way. Yeah, it would be a gift it. to myself. I put it under the tree just for me. Forget about it, and then open it up. <laughs> right from Santa. From Santa <laughs> to Andrew from Santa. <laughs> exactly. What I couldn't get over this wine is we were drinking a little bit before the food, yeah. and my mouth just got drier mm. and drier mm-hmm. and drier, mm-hmm. and I've never wanted a glass of water worse in my life. Yeah. What was that? So that's the tannin. So this wine, this is another advantage of this wine. You bring up a great point, because this is bottle, if you wanted to, you could sell it for another five to 10 years. Okay. No problem. Mm-hmm. But paired with the right type of food like this, this transported me, honestly. It, it actually transported me. I remember having this Oso Puco in a restaurant in Las Vegas called Portofino, and it was like the best Oso Puco I've ever had in my life. I picked the wrong wine. Oh, no! I, I screwed the pooch. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> and I wish that would have been the bottle really? on okay. my table because I'd, I I would have closed the restaurant. Honestly, right. they are. Well, absolutely. and at 14% alcohol, it's it's got a lot of time to breathe, too. So, yeah. I mean, right out of the bottle, this was interesting. Uh, 45 minutes later, it's better. And it's interesting because... It, it's not an easy bottle to find. No. And so I think a lot of times if this was to show up in a restaurant, you know, we're paying $50 for this. Well, $100 to buy two. Right. But what would that sell in a restaurant for? $120, $130 a bottle. For one. I, I would and, say. I yeah. would. And, and I mean, it, it, the markups are what they are. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that's unfair because there probably would be certain restaurants that would charge 200 Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I think it's well worth it. And I'm, you know, I'm putting myself on the coals here. I'm saying that I wish there were more places, independent places, that we could actually have access to things like these type of wines mm-hmm. because we're really doing ourselves a disservice by not being able to try well, something as there's fantastic a giant, as this. And there's a giant sticker on here for each individual bottle that says not for resale. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So... 
Okay, now before we wrap up this podcast, yeah. there are two very silly bottles in the studio. One of them is three liters in size, and the other one is a liter and a half in size. Both bottles sell for $100. Yeah. And I think there's there's an immediate feed, first of all, feel, first of all, when you see these novelty things, that it's it's not good wine that's inside them. Well, there's, yeah, I mean, yes. The, the perception for that is is definitely there, but that's not the case. In fact, these, these wines, and if you go to really high-end restaurants that have sort of wine spectator wine lists mm-hmm. that they've, they've made the top 100 and stuff like that, you'll notice that most of those wine places, those restaurants, have larger formats, okay? Ah. So um, the larger format for these wines don't indicate something that's kind of cheap. No. And I get it. No. I get it because, you know, you see the box wine. Sure. And you see the... But some, you also see the, like, nine liters of Captain Morgan. And, you know, I mean, it's the same yeah. Captain Morgan. It's yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> yeah but th- this is not the case right. with this. And, I mean, if you see... When I see a bottle like that on a table, I usually put my timer on on my watch, how fast it goes, and I know what kind of fun night I'm going to either have or not (laughs) going to have with the group of people I'm with. But that said, um, one of the the greatest things with the larger formats, Mm -hmm. first of all, for large family gatherings, it's great. Uh, I suggest strongly to pre-pour everything. What do you mean? Like pre-pour the wine. Because it's heavy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like into glasses yeah, or into yeah, decanter? Yeah, like if you bring don't, it, let's, don't let mom pick this bottle no, up and try to pour no, it. No, 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 because I've, I've seen yeah. collapses. I, I've seen <laughs> some really nice collapses over the years. It's better to maybe pour out... Like decant it kind of thing? Put it in a decanter? Just even put it in a serving or, you know... Even just get. in the glass, yeah. like just pre-pour out right. 12, 14 glasses and serve as you go. And once it gets down to about a half... Yeah. So it's it's way more manageable at that right. time. Okay, so the two that we have in the studio, uh let's start with the Carpinetto. So so yeah. this is three liters yeah. for a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh and what is the wine that's in the bottle? So it's a Canty Classical. Okay. So Canty's, you know, are basically medium bodied wines, uh very herbaceous style wines with lots of sour cherry, mm-hmm. lots of licorice, uh light to medium body, very, very food friendly, mm-hmm. extremely food friendly. Uh this one here is a classical, which means that it's actually made from a certain region in the Canty Appalachian. Okay. That's above and beyond stuff that surrounds it okay so the soils are better we were talking about soils earlier yeah so this the soils here have deemed better um fantastically balanced wine it doesn't have just because it's italian doesn't mean it has to be served with italian food no right you can have it with other things one of my favorite pairings with this is tortier uh, I yeah. love torts here yeah. with Canty. Absolutely enjoy. I think the the combination of spice on the palate and everything mm-hmm. is just is is phenomenal. Um, the Amarone, now, on the yeah, other hold hand, on before we get to that one, yeah. So we looked up the price on yeah. this one: hundred dollars for three liters. Yeah, is bang on what this would have been if you bought it as individual bottles. So I mean, you're not saving money by but doing this, but you're getting a little 
edge that you were not getting out of the 750. Okay. Because it's a larger format, the larger format has been proven to age quicker. Okay. Uh, so you've got a smoother, more developed wine, and that's not saying that the 750s aren't good, yeah. but this is a smoother, more approachable wine mm-hmm. at a younger age. So it's a 2019. Yeah, so it'd be like drinking something that was, say, 2015. Right. Okay. Very cool. I mean, I love this wine. It's a great wine. I love carrying a three-liter bottle, too. It's hilarious. <laughs> There's nothing. But I do like the fact that, you know, you can bring out a 2019 and have it drink about, you know, three years older uh, and pour it out because this, again, is a great wine that goes with it. Tortier is uh, an amazing mm. thing to have it with. But you're right. It doesn't have to be Italian food. Burgers, done. Um, even oh. some, even Indian food, you know, yeah. it depends oh. what you're what you're having. I, this and a roti and some goat would be amazing as well. Yeah. Yeah. This this Chianti, I mean, I you guys say don't with Italian, I like it with Italian. So this, this yeah, no no yes this this no. Chianti tends to be what I have kicking around at home just yeah. for on the spaghetti and meatball nights. Yeah, um, this is is absolutely perfect. Well, no one's saying don't. We're just saying <laughs> if you've got three liters, you'll go through some pasta and then you'll have some leftovers. And you know what? This is so smooth. We mm. we don't talk about this maybe quite enough. But a vegetarian lasagna uh, as well. Lots of tomato. But not only that, mushroom. You're going to go the mushroom. Earthiness gonna, of the oh, mushroom. The and and yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, the, the last bottle we have for today is, as you said, the, the Amarone. Yeah. So there's another $100 silly mm, thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's 1.5 liters. Yeah. And it's a 2016. Yeah. So on one hand, you look at this very silly bottle. Yeah. But it's a 2016 Amarone. Now, now with Amarone, let's let's get two things clear right off the bat. Number one, for me, uh, that's a meal on its own. Mm-hmm. Okay. So forget about. I just need that and to be left alone. Right. Just leave me alone. I'm going downstairs it's, it's to one watch. Of those magic, <laughs> yeah. It's one of yeah. those magical words when you see Amarone. Yeah. You think expensive. Um. But it's a little trickier with foods. So be careful. Mm-hmm. Okay, be careful. Because when it's paired with the right types of food, for example, stews yeah. with red wine sauce, uh, braised meats, that type of thing, it's a magical combination, as well as harder cheeses, right. that type of thing. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it will easily overpower most dishes because if you can... The imp- wine overpowers the, the food, Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. If you can imagine the flavor profile of a port, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking more sort of uh, the ruby styles and sort of late bottle vintage style ports, which would be uh, dried raisin. Fig, trail mix, dark chocolate, uh, cherry, stew, stewed tomato almost. Um, That's what you're getting in that bottle. Mm. And it's high octane. Okay. Going 15, 5 to 16, 1% in alcohol Mm. with any, with an Amarone, there's no batting an eye. That's, well, yeah, okay, sure. Whatever, you know. So... Just be careful of the wine and food pairing. It's great on its own. I've had it numerous times. I've been to dinner parties and people brought out some Amarones that they've had in the cellar. And I've politely suggested, why don't we have it after dinner? Right. 
So, <laughs> and that's, and that's something I mean, for me, and I know what you mean. This is about, uh, when I pair this with food, it's an Asiago, it's a Manchego or, um, you know, a hard cheese that's got some flavor to it, but I like to spread it out with nuts and dried fruit, mm-hmm. uh, dried figs, uh, dates, especially work really, really well. But, um, the absolute best pairing is Amarone and a cigar. Ooh. Now, 2016, yeah. in a 1.5 liter bottle. So, yeah. as you said, the, yeah. the taste will be different than if this was a 2016 in a regular size bottle. It'll be lighter on the palate. Mm-hmm. So, it won't have, you were talking earlier about the Donna Fugato, the drying yeah, sensation that you had, right? By that time, in that format, those tannins will have dissipated. Mm. So, you're not going to f- get that mouthfeel. Right. That does not change the fact it'll still have the impact. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the impact will still be there. Uh, just in a more subtle way. Well, it makes it sound like maybe it is even more of a sipper. The the as we go through the Christmas season which is coming up and you're trying to think of something for, you know, Christmas Eve, yeah. Boxing Day, whatever it is, when you're just sitting in front of the TV watching sports for hours and you're full, you don't want to eat any more food, you just want to sip on some good wine. Yeah, and that's that's where this Amarone would come in and giving it as a present just just it it it, it oozes class. It's so As a well 1.5 known. liter. Well, keep in mind, keep yeah, in mind. Yeah, absolutely. This is, That's this what is, Bill Gates has. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, it's Christmas Eve. You've had a lovely afternoon. You've wrapped all the presents. They're all under the tree. You've had your cigar, your Amarone. You've opened the bottle. But, you know, you really only wanted the 750. Uh, you put that next to the cookies and milk for the big uh, guy. Oh. He's had a long night. He's coming in. You know, maybe you leave some up. Maybe he has a little, uh, little glass. Yeah, you uh, might be still asleep under the Christmas tree by the time the kids come down. We're, we're calling this a Santa trapper. Done. Why doesn't Santa have pants on? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, but that does also make me think you don't have to finish these bottles. Like these are not things you. Uh oh, maybe you do. Yeah, you got a time limit on something like this. Yeah. Do you? I'd say a day, okay. e- even if you've got, um, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are going to say, nah, 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 and I'm not going to get into a whole debate about it, but I've read enough about it to know that the oxidization in the larger format, especially after the cork's been taken out of it, is even magnified more. Uh, okay. So give it... Say another day, yeah. so that might be your your brunch. Yep, you know something for your brunch. brunch. You know, Ooh. let's let's brunch again. Um, well, all right, then Amarone brunch. Amarone brunch. Why not? Um, but I would not say keep this in the fridge for three or four days. No. This is not where okay. I would want to be going with these. At that wines. point, though, Paul, honestly, look, we're we've consumed a little over a liter. We've got maybe 300, 400 milliliters left. Yeah. Do we just say screw it and use it to cook with? This is expensive wine. I know. No. And I know we've and no. I know we've had that conversation no. before. <laughs> but have we cro- but is there is there a point uh, is there a line of demarcation like a day and a half after we're just like this is not going to taste how it tasted before. Can no, we cook call it? the neighbors? Call me. Call Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and it's an excuse. Amarone speed dial. It's, a, it's an excuse to have another party. All right. There you uh, go. Okay. But but if you if you if you were in that situation where yeah. you were alone or or just you know your wife and and yourself as an example your partner whatever then I'd say 
Yeah, if you if you, before throwing this it out, high sugar put, content it, put wine it in too, your right? put it in your stew if yeah. you're, or your crock pot. <gasps> oh, I it hurts me. Or if you braise something with it, it right? hurts me it so bad. He's actually got a pain to face. Like it, it really hurts me because I, yeah. it, it doesn't happen with me. But I can understand. I mean, I've got the Aussie level yeah. of alcohol tolerance, so I mean. Uh, but if you're going to, yeah, you can use yeah. that later on for cooking. Well, that's where I think is is a crock pot versus a braising. Like, you know, put it in the crock pot and let it sit there and everything bubbled in there for hours and hours and hours. I remember one time we were sort of in the same situation where we, it was an Amarone party. And we tried to get. Swear to God, we, we tried to get through. That was the eighties for so, you. <laughs> what? When was that? Um, Paul rode up in his DeLorean to this delightful Amarone party. And <laughs> the white hair that was all out there. <laughs> Come on, Michael, get back in the car. Um, I said. I, I we had some left over and yeah. we used it the next day once we finally got back on planet Earth. Sure. Um to put and marinate steaks with. Yeah. And I mean, <sighs> my God. I, I, it, it, again, it hurt me because mm-hmm. I know it's like a fifty dollar bottle of wine you're marinating a steak with. But yeah, but. the tastes were there, there you go. And did they help break down the uh, the tendons and the fat? Oh, it, yeah. it was okay. like so it, you, you don't even need a knife to cut your steak. I love not having to need teeth oh. for things. No, you could gum this one pretty good, actually. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> okay, so some great ideas there as we get closer some to Christmas. Bad ones too. <laughs> for people you truly love, yeah. Or, you know, if you need to spend a, a, some time loving yourself, or you just want to one up somebody. Yeah. Uh, you you want to gum yourself? I mean, Jesus Christ! Hayden, end this. All right, Paul Carrier, Paul, thank you. Thanks, guys. It's been the Paul's Picks Podcast.